You're listening to Scrapbooking Inspiration Podcast, where I share interviews and practical tips and inspiration for scrapbookers. Listen in and learn something new today. Welcome to Scrapbooking Inspiration Podcast, episode 10. I'm your host, Melissa Shannon from digitalscrapbookinghq.com and I'm here to share some inspiration to get you moving on those projects that are near and dear to your heart. Today, I'm joined by a special guest, Lynette Panacho from Netio Designs. She helps us all discover a little bit of our scrapbooking awesomeness through her digital scrapbooking templates, which are sold at Sweet Shop Designs. I'm really excited that she's going to be a sponsor for my in-person classes that I hold in Perth, Western Australia. So to get to know her a little bit, I've invited her onto the podcast and um, just like to welcome you, Lynette. Thanks so Hello. much <laughs> joining us. It's nice to speak to you again. Oh, thanks so much for having me. For those that haven't met you before, how did you become a scrapbooker and head into this industry? Um, well, I started out, I was never a paper scrapbooker. I started out as a digital scrapbooker um, in beginning of 2006. I used to be, uh, well, I still am actually like a, a graphic designer. So my background has always been in designing using a computer. Mm-hmm. So for me, getting into digital scrapbooking to tell my stories was a really natural progression for me. Uh, my husband's in the U.S. military. And so at the time we were living in uh, South Korea. Mm-hmm. And so I was looking for a way to kind of keep my skills sharp, but also, you know, keep me occupied when he was gone. And I just ended up stumbling across an, um, a special edition magazine that was all about digital scrapbooking. And I was like, oh, gosh, I had no idea that the kind of thing existed. And I'd just gotten married. So I had these photos I wanted to do something with, which I mm. think is how a lot of people get started. And so um, that's kind of how it all started. And then over time, I got involved in creative teams. And then in the last, I guess, a little over a year ago, I opened my own store at Netio Designs where I sell my own templates. And I have a blog there where I share my projects and um, some tips and things like that. Mm. So. Yeah, so you you came in through the the digital doorway, I guess. Yeah. We all have our own little story of how we discover scrapbooking because it, it yeah. seems like everyone has their own unique twist. Oh, so you're a digital scrapbooker, but I know you have doubled in a bit of hybrid stuff as well from your um, December album that you did last year. You go with what takes your fancy? Yeah, I'm, I think partly because I came from started in digital instead of doing paper. So for me, kind of the paper and hybrid side of it is still new to me. So it's definitely something that I think is really cool to kind of combine them together. And so the last couple of years, I think the last three or four years, I've done every year my December daily album I've done as hybrid, mm-hmm. which has been really fun just to kind of use my digital supplies that I already have on hand, but, you know, print stuff out and like handwrite my journaling. Um, last year I was traveling for most of Christmas. So I had printed out like a small mini album. It was like five by seven. And I'd printed that out all digitally ahead of time. And then as I was going, I was able to write out my journaling every day or as I kind of went through that month. And so then when Mm. I came home, all I had to do was add in my photos and some extra stuff. And it was it was finished. Mm. So like to me, that was really cool because you're capturing your story um, like in the moment, which Mm. I think is a lot richer way to kind of get it than to try and remember everything when you get back. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely the case for for big trips. I know that when we went away, well, every time we've been away, my husband sort of likes to 
he's not really a writer, but for some reason he always cranks a, um, a Word document up on his on his laptop and you know writes down where we went or whatever that day, and it's. So, the most awesome scrapbooking material. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm lucky like that. I don't know how many men, you know, document their holidays in that way, but he does. Yeah. So <laughs> that's a bonus. You say you were selling digital scrapbooking templates. Do you want to just let our listeners who prob- may not have heard of these things, what are what is a template? Well, a digital scrapbooking template is basically it's a layered, it's like a layered digital file that you use in like a program like Photoshop or Photoshop Elements. And the way I like to look at them is that it's kind of an interactive sketch. Mm-hmm. And so what you do is you can then take your own digital elements, your own papers and stuff, and it kind of gives you a roadmap for creating the design of your page. So on mm. in the file, it includes, you know, kind of spaces for your photos, spaces for papers, spaces for, you know, suggestions for elements. And what's great about it is that you can basically customize them as much or as little as you want. You can follow it exactly as it's laid out, or you can, you know, you know, um, hide layers so that you don't see them and just kind of do your own thing, which lots of people do. And mm. so it's great because they're really versatile. They can work for almost any story, any kind of any style in a way. And um, which is one of the things I like about them because it's like sometimes like you're looking at a blank page, it's overwhelming. Like you don't really know where to start. You know, you have this story you want to tell, but you're not really sure what's the best way to go about it. And so I know a lot of people like templates because they have an idea in their head before they start of what their page is going to look like in the end. So it kind of relieves some of that stress that you feel. And you can just focus on the more creative parts that you really like, like adding your elements and like all the fun stuff. You don't have to worry mm. so much about you know, the basic foundation of your page. Yeah. And when you combine that with, say, a digital kit where you've got your colour schemes all coordinated and stuff, for someone who's new, it's a great way to get started. You know, you use those two things together. The number of decisions you have to make is cut right down. And so I feel like um, one thing I love about templates is that it can be a really quick way to get a page done or if you're not quite so confident because you've only just started learning, it can help your page to look really beautifully designed um, without you having to sort of stress over, hmm, is that making a visual triangle or is this on the yeah. third? <laughs> it helps you to use the skills of obviously someone like yourself who's a, a skilled graphic designer. You know, we get to borrow some of your skills um, when we use something like a digital scrapbooking template so it's really great yeah a lot of your designs are quite unique do you have anything that you specifically strive for in your template designs to sort of make them your own or how 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 does that happen do you have a certain look that you're wanting to achieve or is it just literally pages that you've created yourself that you just convert into templates how does that work for you um, it's a little of both. I think my big thing is I love patterned paper. I always have as a scrapbooker. So I love like digital prints and like uh, like really bold patterns and stuff. So for me, my pages have always kind of been inspired by the fact that I wanted to be able to include like as many different papers in them as 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 I could. And so mm-hmm. a lot of my pages, they have a lot of like I'm big on shapes and geometric patterns and things like that, repeated you know, squares or circles and that kind of stuff. And so that tends to be the foundation of my pages. 
And so those show up in my templates a lot because it's a great way to kind of, like I said, it gives you a roadmap for like, if you want to do that kind of style, what I call it, I call it digital paper loving style mm-hmm. because like, I just, I love using all those papers. Yes. And so for me, it's fun to like have all the, like, it's basically you, there, you can, you could just use one paper if you wanted, or you can really mix and match and use a bunch of different ones because these digital kits these days especially at the sweet shop, uh, sweet shop designs where I sell my templates, mm-hmm. they're so packed full of like amazing stuff. And so it's sometimes hard to be like, you know, if you're a paper scrapbooker, you are more limited because in your papers, but with digital, it's like, you're not actually like losing anything when mm. you actually use it, use them a million times. So there's no real limit on how many times you can use your favorite paper. Exactly. You can't it's use it fun. up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't use it up. So it's like for me, there's no real limit on how many things can I include on this page. And so my my designs are definitely they they tend to be based a lot on my own pages, mm-hmm. and um, they also I tend to be inspired a lot by various projects like a Week in the Life or um, as I mentioned December Daily or mm. um, I did a whole year of what I called faves pages, which were basically like every month I would scrap my top 10 favorite things from that month. And that was kind of my way of getting myself and like my own personal story into my scrapbooks in like a really easy way. So I have a whole line of templates um, around that. This summer, I released a set called Summer Loving, which is all themed around different, there's three sets and it's themed around all like the kind of things you would do in summer. Like so water-based things, stuff out in the sun, travel, that kind of stuff. So you can use them to kind of scrapbook all your fun summer memories from this past uh, mm. year previous years and that kind of thing so mm. yeah that's a great idea I have looking through your templates I see that yeah those themes are really great and the great thing about something like even though you've been inspired by a specific project to create a page of course when it's a template just because it's a summer sort of theme does not mean <laughs> you can use it for whatever you like which it's just the beauty of that flexibility. Yeah, and I think what's nice is that sometimes, like, as a scrapbooker, sometimes for me, I am i don't have children. So mm-hmm. sometimes trying to come up with stories that I want to tell isn't necessarily as easy as somebody who has a bunch more kids and a lot more going on in their lives. So mm. for me, one of the things I like about having templates that are both design-based and theme-based is that if you're the kind of person who maybe you're not sure what you want to scrapbook, the theme can kind of inspire something too. Like I'm inspired a lot as a scrapbooker from kits and that kind of thing. So I'll see like Mm. a kit that's themed, uh, you know, for a certain type of thing and be like, Oh, that inspires then a story from my own life that I can tell that maybe I wouldn't have thought of to tell otherwise. Mm. So I like that, as you said, you can use them the way I intend, or you can completely do your own thing. They'll work for that either way, but it's nice if you, you know, aren't sure where to start, it kind of gives you direction for both of those things if you wanted to do that. Mm. I love the look of the the lots of papers and things that you, you've put into them. That, that really does make them unique. And then there's sort of, obviously, in if you head over to Scrapbooking Podcast slash 10, you'll be able to see, I'll include some pictures of um, Lynette's designs and you'll see that even though they have got all those little bits of papers and stuff it's still sort of because they're geometric I guess they still have the clean sort of feel to them but when you look at it well some pages you've got you know 10 15 different designs yeah (laughs) pieces of paper and it's still 
yeah, it's it's amazing. You can still get that clean feeling. So what yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> I'm just like, how do you manage that? <laughs> I think it's just the key is finding the right balance. Like I always say that my style, like if I were to describe it in a simple phrase, would be clean and modern, paper love and style. Like mm-hmm. that's how I've always described it. Because that it's for me it's finding that balance between I'm very big on symmetry and um, balance and clean lines in my pages, which then balances out some of that craziness that comes as you start adding more layers and more patterns and things like that. So that's, to me, that's how you get that, that balance where it's not, because I don't want ever to want have it be that like the elements or the, like the design elements of the page overtake the story. Because Mm. while that part is definitely fun for me, I am also scrapbooking partly to, you know, save these stories that mean something to me. So I want to make sure that my photos and things like that still have a place in my page. And so I always try to have room for journaling and, you know, photos, sometimes one photo, sometimes more photos. So I think for me, it's just finding that right balance of Mm. it all comes together. (laughs) I guess your graphic design background helps with that as well, because you obviously know some of those design, the rules of design. Design design (laughs) principles and all that kind of stuff. I think a big part is like when I was growing up, I always wanted to be like a magazine designer, Mm -hmm. which if you look at magazines, I mean, that would be a terrible idea now because magazines are pretty much on their way out. But if you look at magazines, like they have a very linear layout to them. You don't Mm -hmm. see a lot of things on angles. You don't see a lot of, um, like everything's like tends to be very kind of like, there's a lot of columns and a lot of like, it's all like grid based. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, if you're looking to like figure out like, how can I like make my pages seem like have that kind of clean feel to them? That's like a great place to start because, you know, we almost all have access to that kind of magazines or books or pretty much like newspapers. I designed newspapers in college for a few years and mm-hmm. that definitely influenced my design style because that is very linear. Like it's like your headline goes here and there's these clear rules of how it's supposed to be laid out. Your photo has to go like in this spot and that kind of thing. And so that definitely like all of those like linear and uh, yeah. clean lines like have kind of merged into scrapbooking for me Mm. yeah especially when you're dealing with things like color plates and where you can put photographs on which side of pages pages yeah (laughs) it does get a bit technical hey yeah I guess the next thing I was going to ask you about was obviously you're creating templates and things but you're still very much a scrapbooker so what's inspiring you these days to create in your scrapbooking like I said before I'm always inspired by products and so Mm -hmm. I love seeing you know at the sweet shop we release every Saturday and so there's all always new stuff coming through on Saturdays and seeing all these amazing kits from, you know, kit designers, because that's not a skill that I have. I don't design kits. And so, you know, I love seeing all these different themed ones or all these different things and like seeing all the colors and the patterns and stuff definitely inspires me to create my pages. I think one of the other things I've been inspired by lately is Instagram, Mm -hmm. which I know has kind of gotten really popular of Mm -hmm. late, but um, it's fun because One of the things for me that has always been a bit of a sticking point in my scrapbooking has been the process of getting my photos from the camera 
to the computer and onto a page. Because for me, there's a lot of steps involved in that. You got to upload it and you got to edit them and you got to mm. pare them down. And so for me, that's always been kind of like the part of the process that I, while I liked taking photos, that's never been my favorite part of the process. So I love that with like Instagram, I can take a picture with my phone. It automatically uploads. I use Aperture mm -hmm. um, from Apple uh, to organize my photos. So it automatically syncs with that. And so they're already in there. And so I can just, I did a whole page a um, couple months ago that was based on one of my templates that I did. I did, I did two sets of Instagram templates and I have mm -hmm. one where I took photos using my, my phone of all the different things in my house. And so it like basically is like our entire like home design in, in the single layout. I had, I don't even know how many photos, like an insane number of photos. <laughs> on yes. And I would never have done that had I had to take it all with my digital SLR and edit all of them. It was so much quicker and easier to do it using Instagram. And so that's been a big thing for me. And then, you know, summer, we tend to do a lot of traveling and things like that. And so while I haven't done as much scrapbooking in the summer because we've just been busier, I definitely think when fall rolls around, then I'll be coming back to these stories um, mm. and that kind of thing. Oh, and I was gonna say one other thing is that um, one of my goals for this next year has been that I'm trying to push like I feel like I've gotten a little too comfortable in kind of my scrapbooking box, if you will. Mm -hmm. And so I started this thing for my birthday, I turned 30 in May. And so I decided for my birthday year, as I call it, um, that I was going to go on what I called 30 creative adventures. Mm hmm. And so over the next year, I'm like pushing myself to try different things that I wouldn't normally and not just in scrapbooking, but, you know, in basically different aspects of design, whether it's uh, home design or photography or that kind of thing. And seeing then how I can like bring that back into my scrapbooking and kind of inspire some new stuff to happen, because I think one of the things that I love about scrapbooking is the kind of like all the creativity and the fact that like with digital there's you don't have to be as concerned about um your supplies because they are endless like mm. unless you delete them you don't you, there's no ruining supplies there's not that same pressure of having like a, a physical piece of paper in front of you and oh gosh if I cut this then that's it like I can't undo mm. it you know you can undo anything in digital so I love kind of that playful um, kind of adventurous side to scrapbooking as well. And so that's one of the things I'm really trying to push myself to do this next year and kind of like step outside my box and try some things that maybe I don't normally. Mm, that's great. I'm just one month older than you. <laughs> so <laughs> those milestones in your life, they do make you think and like, oh, yes, yeah. I, could, I could grow and you don't just have to stay as you are. The next thing I always ask people on this podcast is to just share a, a tip or something for people to take away from the, the podcast. So what what would you like to say to the creative storytellers out there that are listening today? I think my tip is actually, this is a little bit counterintuitive and not at all very tech related or <laughs> digital related, but it's that for me, I think one of the most important things is to step away from your computer. Because mm -hmm. I find that when I step away from my pages and those types of things and just like I go to the gym or I go for a walk, like it clears your head. And to me, that's when I get my best ideas. Like I get my best ideas like in the shower or when I'm like, you know, blow drying my hair because your your brain is focused on something that it 
it's like freer because it's focused on something you know how to do. And so anytime I get stuck on a page or I'm kind of like, I don't know what I want to do for this kind of layout or this story isn't really coming out the way I want. I always like, I'm going to take a break, come back to it. And it always works out better because then your brain is like, when you're busy doing something that it already knows how to do, then it's kind of free. Things start coming to you that when you're so focused on trying to get it done, don't necessarily. So for me, that's like a big one. I find like, I love to travel. I love road trips. We did a big two week camping road trip earlier this summer. And I definitely found that like coming back from that, I felt so much more inspired because Mm. it's like I was out doing all these things and making new memories and having new adventures. And so for me, then that was like coming back to scrapbooking. Now it's like, okay, now I'm ready to do my scrapbooking again. So like for me, if you ever get to that point where you're stuck, because that's part of the process, you know, I think so many people get concerned when kind of like, what was we call it, like your mojo goes missing or whatever. And you're thinking, oh gosh, will I ever scrapbook again? And like, Mm. you know, that's kind of like, that's part of the process is it's all cycle and sometimes it's flowing and sometimes it's not. And so for me, you know, if you take a step back and kind of make sure you take time for yourself to do things that are, you know, not related to your scrapbooking, then I find that it definitely kind of all balances out and it comes back to you in your creative process. That's a great point. I love that. (laughs) So what's coming up for you? Anything that you'd like to share that you're up to in the next little while? (laughs) Yeah, well, I'm going to be teaching over at Masterful scrapbook design in August Mm -hmm. and I I think this is perfect because the month is actually all about inspiration oh that is awesome (laughs) yeah and so there's I think I don't remember maybe four or five different um, designers from the scrapbooking industry paper Mm -hmm. scrapbookers and digital so there's a wide variety of views and that kind of stuff and we're we're sharing that throughout the month then there's Um, seminars and we do webinars and there's all kinds of tips and we've all written articles with like things Mm. about how find inspiration and um, there's a bunch of brand new pages in there for me that aren't you can't find anywhere else and so you know it's definitely like I I, this is I did quite a few um, masterful scrapbooking classes last year and so this is the first one I'm doing this year and I'm definitely excited because it's really fun and if you've never checked it out I highly recommend it um Debbie Hodge is the woman behind the whole thing and she does a really fantastic job of organizing everything and it's like I always find them really inspiring hearing Mm. from all everybody's different viewpoints and that kind of thing. Yeah I'm just yeah I was just having a look at it now um you know there's going to be Summer Fullerton, Betsy Samarco, Dina Wakeley, Erin Clayton and of course you Lynette Panacho Mm -hmm. for the inspiration month it sounds like it's going to be really great. Yeah yeah yeah, so certainly we'll um, have a link to Masterful Scrapbook Design in the um, notes for today's episode. So if you're interested, sure, check it out. I know that everything Debbie does is really fantastic. So, yeah, so that's exciting. So you were saying you have done a few classes over at um, Masterful yeah. Scrapbook Design. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, they have different different theme every month. So um, mm. August happens to be inspiration, but... I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And then, of course, I'm always, I'm always releasing product over at Sweet Shop Designs. And then, as I mentioned on my own site, Netio Designs, I, I'm sharing my creative adventures and I offer tips and that kind of stuff. Things have been a little slow during the summer, but then with fall coming up, then I'm definitely going to be ramping mm. up some 
stuff once things are not so crazy. <laughs> I, think, I think summer's like that for a lot of people, at least summer here in the U.S. anyways. Yeah. Well, summer for us is a little crazy, but it's sort of usually Christmas-related <laughs> craziness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, holiday with your summer. Yeah. It's kind of, yeah, kind of full on. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but meanwhile, I'm sitting here with a scarf on and <laughs> yeah. so it's nice. We are having beautiful weather here at the moment. Like it's just gorgeous. Love love the sunny winter, although the plants probably would like some rain, but you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll make the most of the sun. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much for chatting with me today, Lynette. I'm really excited to um, introduce you to a few more people, especially um, with our in-person classes coming up. And if you are in Perth, Western Australia, you can head over to digitalscrapbookinghq.com and there's a monthly, at least monthly classes and workshops available. So check them out there. And Lynette's going to be providing um some special goodies for everyone in our November classes. So stay tuned for that. All right. Well, thank you so much, Lynette. It's been great to chat to you. And Oh, thanks so much for having me. It was fun. It was. Thanks. thanks. Want to get a hold of Lynette's gorgeous templates? Interested in learning more about masterful scrapbooking design? It's all in the show notes. Head over to scrapbookingpodcast.com slash 10 for more information on what we've talked about in this episode. Thanks so much for listening.